Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I am your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Michael Stevenson. Hello, everybody. So, Mike, what are we doing today? Well, um, this one's a bit different because we normally do horror, sci-fi, fantasy, but we did say in a previous podcast that if another good movie comes along, we think it's worthwhile reviewing, we'll throw that in. Hmm. Okay, now this one's actually... An action adventure film, mm-hmm. a very very well known one. Mm-hmm. It was done in 1981. Mm-hmm. Now it's called Drumroll, please. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. Now everyone's going to go. Some people are going to say, "Hey, that's a great movie." And some people are going to go, "Oh, groan." Yeah, no, it's a good movie, and, and the reason being, yeah, it has a bit well, of a, yeah. it's a bit of everything in it, cool. guys. A it's bit cool. of adventure. A bit of fantasy, a bit, a bit of, of history, mm-hmm. and a little lovely interest, as Mike says, and a bit of action and all and that it's, stuff. It's a good mix. It's a good, fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's not quite horror. It's not quite fantasy. But I think, yeah, it's borderline almost getting into those realms. So, mm-hmm. But the action-adventure part, I think it makes it really interesting. And mm-hmm. it's fun because of who actually made it. Now, if you look at it, it was directed by Steven Spielberg. The production company was Lucasfilm. The story was done by George Lucas and Philip Kaufman, or Kaufman. Um, Yeah, so these guys have uh, worked together on other projects as Mm -hmm. well, and everything seems to come out, um, I wouldn't say fantastic, I'd say extremely great. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're a good team. Yes, and Um, um, and another thing about this film it's kind of brought out a lot of um fandoms you know people who are like who are young people out there who who like to do fan films and this is where i'm gonna bring in my two best friends eric zala and chris Uh, yes who when they were about 13 or 12 no i think about 13 14 in school you know the next couple of years yes they actually put their own fan film. Based on this, they followed the script as much as they could. Uh, and on a school kid's budget, mind you, I don't know what sort of camera they use, a handicam, or I don't know what, mm-hmm. what they use, Super 8 back in those days. Uh, they did pretty good. But mm-hmm. um, hang on, I'll just, get to, I'll just get his right name. So, um, yeah, it's Chris Strompolis. Strom, yeah, Strompolis. Uh, and as Eric Zala, and I think they did it down in Biloxi, mm-hmm. is that Missouri or somewhere? Mm. Any Biloxi in America, mm. and they're in that area. And as school kids, they put a really, really good thing together. And uh, it was, what do you call it? Um, mm-hmm. A dedication, whatever. Adaption Adapt- of. Adaption of it, but a dedication to mm-hmm. George Lucas and Steve Spielberg because I was so impressed with the movie. Yeah, they were blown. Ah. Uh, they were blown away, not blown. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's like a demolition man. Now, um, I will say one thing. There have been lots of other um, fan-based movies done, some by young people and some not so. That, that one of that Casanova guy, he's yeah. not a young guy. No, he's um, 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 pretty much an independent filmmaker, yeah. all like me. Yeah, but he wasn't young. He wasn't like a school kid doing it. And that one with um, the German one. Mm, that would be Marcel. Um, yeah, and, and they weren't young either. They were, mm. say, young adults. Yeah, yeah but I often yeah. think Marcel was studying filmmaking. Yeah, he so would have, but still, at the time, yeah, so they weren't kids making it. They, and their versions in filmography wasn't too bad. So mm. if, 
so I don't forget to tell you, go online and see if you can download uh, some of these fan-based um, films. Um, mm. Some are short, some are a lot of feature length. Yeah. They're very worthwhile looking at. Yeah. So. One of my favourite ones I'm bringing up is, um, apart from Eric and Chris's version, um, is the Indiana Jones Interrogations. Yeah, who did that? I can't remember um, his name. That was Jonathan Rogers, who directed right. and written... Yeah. And, well, maybe not written. Um, directed and starred in this production. Yeah, and he made production. a very, very, very good uh, Indiana Jones. He he copied Harrison Ford's personality... Down to a T. Pretty close, I'd say. I mean, he got that smirk, that arrogance, that... You know, that yeah, yeah, he got that personality coming out. Yeah, but I've noticed over the years of watching fandoms, I do see... That someone somewhere along the line, some of the um, actors, they or kids who or guys who portray him, they always capture something in Harrison Ford's yeah, some, character. Some, some of the essence of Harrison Ford sort of comes into it. However, there's also, also always an exception to the rule, and that has to be Indiana Bones, Rays of Lost Bark. Now, that was done by Zach King. And instead of having Indiana Jones, a human being, mm. he got his dog, um, what was his name? Um, Snickers. Snickers, who played a dog who was like Indiana Jones. It's a short thingy. Um, so if you, I don't know if it's still available online, but if you go online, look for Indiana Bones. Oh, like no, the, not the Snickers. No, um, no, was it? I don't know the name no, of the Snick- dog, sorry. It wasn't Snickers, the other guy's dog. That, that was yeah, Chris's that dog. was Chris's dog. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. But don't know the dog's name, but mm. it was Indiana Bones, B-O-N-E-S, mm. Raiders of the Lost Bark, like in mm. Woof Woof, yes. uh, done by Zach King. Z-A-C-H-K-I-N-G, Zach King. It's a very talented guy. Does a lot of what is it? Is it Vine videos and different things? And mm-hmm. he's a really talented guy. He, he he's technically does magic with films, mm-hmm. um, but he does a short thing, uh, short um, spoof you could call it maybe, uh, using his dog, and it's so cute and wonderful and yes. yeah. So what you're saying? Um, we're giving a tribute to these people who yes. have have been inspired by this movie. But we're going to roll on, aren't we, now? Yes, we talk are. About the movie so itself? the film itself is about Indiana Jones and how he goes in search of the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Now, for those of you who might not be too religious and stuff, um, now, in the Christian faith, or the Jewish and Christian faith, Moses was given the Ten Commandments. Uh, they were supposedly subsequently broken and they'll put the piece were put into a box, which is referred to as the Ark of the Covenant, and that was a special box, and an, uh, a religious icon, which was um, carried around by uh, Moses and his people uh, in the desert in the wilderness. That's okay. Anyway, they did. Um, they held kept that in a specially made uh, tent, and that was a place of worship and a place of judgment. Like a king would have, um, yeah, they were nomadic, and um, but that was the base of their religion, and they ended up in Jerusalem. But they got Jerusalem temple got ransacked um, uh, a couple of years after the temple was built, say seven years after the temple was built, and the Romans may have taken it away. We don't know because it disappeared about that time. Yes. So, so that, no, that's this next explanation of what the Ark of the Covenant is. So that's for the basis movie. They're looking yeah. for this religious icon which has been missing for 3,000 years. Yeah, and Hitler, mm. who 
is a fanatic for power, decides to t- try to take it. And he's a nutter for supernatural stuff. Yeah, mm. but the biggest nutter yeah. in this film, I would say, is Barlock, Indiana Jones' arch-rival. Yeah, he's, he's arch-rival, who, who happens to be working for the Nazis, but he has his own hidden agenda as well. He wants to find it for himself, to a certain degree. So it's up to Indiana Jones to find the Ark before Balak does. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. He's um, constantly uh, flying the ointment when Indiana Jones is looking for something. Mm-hmm. As, as you know, the beginning of the movie, they're mm-hmm. chasing something else. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they had a history before. He's always trying to take things away from Indiana Jones. Yeah, I read yeah. somewhere in a Indiana Jones um, backstory, you know, in a... Indiana Jones, you know, novel. It said that Balak has always been trying to cheat Indy of everything that he wants to earn. Even when he was in school, in university, he was writing an article about something and Balak takes it away from him. And that article went on to become the best school um, and got he, and he got an A for it. Uh, oh, they knew each other at school, did they? Yeah, they knew each uh, other. And uh, Marion, okay. who is spo- was... Indiana Jones's love interest um, was also at university too, and this is this is how how they met and how they uh, hanged out together. Okay. Although you may notice that in uh, in I early episodes, I don't know, I don't know about this. Yeah, folks. this part I, I, will, I will mention um, in Indiana Jones the um, chronicle, young Indiana Jones, young chronicles. Uh-huh. Um, there was a thought about bringing Marion into. Um, into the picture, you know, into one of the episodes, but um, they never re- they never Wrote put together the script, or they never bothered to assemble the cast to do that episode. Nah. Anyway, let's roll on sexy the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, but there was a lot of um, unanswered episodes that never got aired in Young Indiana Jones: The Last Crypt. The, That's um, okay. The Let us go. So anyway, proceed on. Proceed this on. One. Where do you up to? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, Indy put together his um, with Marion's help, we're able to find the medallion, and we're able to oh. go and off to Egypt. Well, the medallion actually is um, a headpiece that goes on a staff, which is going to be used in the map room mm-hmm. to try to locate the burial place. Not the burial, the um the location of the buried treasure, which is the Ark of the Covenant. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we can call it treasure, obviously. Well, it's a treasure to the Egyptians. It's a, it's a treasure to the archaeologists. Yeah. So, it's a treasure. Yeah, just so you guys know, Indy's being funded by the government and they're paying for his trip and everything. Yeah, not bad. Oh, yeah, a working holiday. That's not bad, eh? Yes. And another thing about this medallion, it's not very mentioned in the movie, but it's mentioned in book written that... That it said on the medallion that you're not supposed to look or even touch the actual ark. I don't know anything about the medallion saying that because that was an Egyptian medallion thing. It's not. It wasn't a Hebrew medallion. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been written on it. But mm-hmm. however, you know, then again, it was written in Hebrew. Something um the um the um writing on it was written in Hebrew. Well, considering the Egyptians made it for their map room and uh, an Egyptian uh, translator translated it because ancient Egyptian, I find it very hard to believe. Well, it just looks <laughs> like it was spelt. It didn't look Egyptian to me. I mean, I know Egyptian and I've written I know it. Egyptian till I've been to Egypt. And, and I've been to Israel. Well, they didn't look like the um, figures I would have seen in the Egyptian. I things. know. You're respective. Yes, well, that's my opinion. Anyway. That's okay. Carry on. So, anyway, um, 
they it says do not look upon the um, ark like as when it opens and and that's probably and don't um, touch it yeah and don't touch it meaning yeah. if anyone touches the um surface of the um actual yeah. contents of the ark they'll drop yeah dead. Well, if you're not authorized to I mean I think I think it's actually mentioned in the Bible the people who were supposed to look after the things of worship, the tents mm-hmm. and the Ark of the Covenant, were the Levite tribe of Israel, mm-hmm. and they were the uh, tribe who became the rabbis and whatever, yeah. and they were the only ones allowed to touch it without being hurt. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was mentioned in that scene yeah. where the old wise man guy talks about the um, details on the medallion, but it never, that part about not looking and not touching the Ark was not. never was mentioned. Uh-huh. Which is very relevant information. If you, it, much later in the yeah. in the story, when you think about it, yeah, it does. But mm-hmm. like I said, it was an, it's an Egyptian an Egyptian headpiece made for the map room. I can't imagine putting stuff on there that they really didn't believe in their faith. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, let's move on. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Marin's kidnapped by none other than Belloc and the Nazi and, and crowd. And the Nazi guys. Yeah. And Indy goes there, and he realizes at the much later in the film, obviously, Marion's been killed off and he's a little glum about it. But he hit, it doesn't the stop, But it doesn't stop him from pursuing on on his journey. The boulder go where he's been before. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he goes to the map room. He gets his um, calculations well, right. And well, yeah, he finds a map room. And he finds the map room. Yeah, he, he, he follows the, um, mm-hmm. the the trail to this dig. He meets a guy called Salah, one of his old friends in Egypt. Mm. He tells him there's a big dig going on in a place called Tanis. And so that's where the Nazis are. So Indiana Jones went there and he and he subsequently finds a map room. Well, doesn't find it. It's already been exposed. Yeah, it's already been exposed. But he went in there at the right the right gear to find out where the right site was to dig for the young Yeah, covenant. and yep. right time of day, obviously. Yay! So, it, when they got to this, when he'd done his calculations, he soon runs into Marion in one of the tents who was no doubtly kidnapped and uh, and kept prisoner. And they were going to use, they're going to, they were going to torture her to try to get more information out of her, but she really doesn't know anything. I mean, these guys, I'm not, I'm not knocking the Nazis or anything. They were Nazis. soldiers. Mm-hmm. However, they were so far up themselves thinking they knew everything. They're dealing with archaeologists who actually know more than them, and they're trying to tell the archaeologists what to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> like um, the uh, Hitler in this, where in one scene where we don't see where um, where one of his general guys tells him um, the Hitler is is getting impatient, all that stuff, and yeah. and he he's not a patient man, all that stuff, and he's stamping his tiny little feet back in. Um, Hamburg or yes, whatever. Yes, and but Balak tells them that he didn't make promises. He thought he he might, he had calculations, but those calculations could be erroneous. Erroneous. I think it yes. would. <laughs> Excuse me. And he said he made no promises that they'll get yes, it, it done in time. Yeah, he said archaeology is not an exact science. You only go by snippets of information, so they're not necessarily going to be totally accurate. You can't yeah. just pick it up and say, oh, look, there yeah. it is. X yeah, does not mark what, the spot. Yeah, despite what Barlock says, he does lay down some interesting facts there, of, considering that he's a bad person, but he knows when to give us the right, some good information yeah. about us. So anyway, we continue on. Um, Indy finds the right spot to dig. He digs. And 
He digs and digs and digs and digs. Oh, I've got a question for that and one too. In that scene, um, while they're digging, Indy changes it from his or his oh, Arabian yeah, yeah, clothing yeah, 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 to his he had ordinary Arab robes clothing. over his normal clothes, so he could blend in. Yes. Why would you take the Arab clothes off and stick out like? Hey, I'm wearing a nice pair of trousers, a shirt, and a leather jacket and hat. Hello. Hello. Not many of them wear leather jackets, not in that hot Sahara. Yeah, but the point still remains is you got a bunch of Arabs over there in their gear, and you got a European dressed guy next to him. Yes. Hello. Hello. Uh, it wouldn't be hard to find him. Yeah, anyway. So, Indy and they and his group of um, diggers, they soon hit the... Uh, what, the um, I've got a question the, here. The tomb. If all the diggers were employed or rounded up by the Nazis and work on their dig. Hmm? Where do you get his diggers from? I imagine Sala kind of um, Sucks con- them away. Con them away to Snuck them away. Yeah, to, uh, and in promise to make appeared. sure that they're well yeah. provided with the right sort of yeah. money. Yeah, well, yeah, we got the impression that the Nazis weren't going to pay them in the end. That's a gut feeling we got. Yeah, and, they're, mm. and according to Sala, they're paying tuppence. Not a lot, yeah. A pittance, not tuppence, a pittance. Okay, yeah. pittance. Yeah, two-tenths of bugger all, yeah. Yeah, um, or yeah. nuts <laughs> for their job. So anyway, um, they anyway. dig and dig, and then they soon come across this the entrance room. to the um, possible... Yeah. It takes a big slab off the top of this room and yeah. down Below. inside, it's a snake pit. Yes. With the Ark of the Covenant in the middle. Yeah, just so you guys know, historically, um, I found out that in some tombs that being ex- looked over, they would often have snakes and other reptiles hovering inside the tombs. Some, t- not Sometimes. often. Because you normally they're reasonably sealed in the underground and I, don't, I can't see too many snakes... Mm. Scarab beetles, other things going there. If there's no food in there, good point. There's no reason to actually go in there. They would starve. No doubt. <laughs> you'd have you'd have mummified snakes all over the place. Well, maybe, <laughs> but maybe they may eat the mummified remains. What three thousand years ago? It'd be a bit stale by now, wouldn't you think? I don't know. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, they're they However, there was a hole in the wall. True, true. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, as we were saying, our Trepid explorer continues on and he freaks out when he sees a snake saying, snakes, yeah, I, uh, why Indiana, the hell does yeah, it have to Indiana be snakes? Jones hates <laughs> snakes. Yeah, and this yes. is an interesting fact. Yeah. I found out um, the reason they made Indy scared of snakes is to make him a little bit more vulnerable yeah, to fear. Yeah, yeah, he, we, yeah, he wasn't supposed to be your action hero type guy, I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything. Mm. He's, he's Technically, he is a university lecturer mm-hmm. who goes out on archaeological digs and other things, you know, looking for uh, items of interest uh, from antiquities and, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and brings about the university or the museums. Yes. And that's what he was. But he got, yeah. obviously got into a lot of strife in different places, yeah, so such mm-hmm. as this movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so yes. he's, it's a normal guy. Yeah, so yeah. it's... Um, I guess in Steven Spielberg's case, he wanted to make his character his his a character a little bit vulnerable to yeah, yeah. Uh, to something scary. Like yeah, yeah. some people out there, I mean, in so many hero, heroes' cases, most of them are they don't have they're not afraid any of anything. Yeah, but you, well, you look at the um, the X Men and uh, all those sorts of things like mm. that. 
um, all those action hero guys, they, they seem to be afraid of nothing and they don't get beaten up. They get beaten up. They they, they just need a band-aid. That's about as far as it goes. Yeah. But Indiana yeah. Jones gets beaten up pretty severely in this yeah, by some big German guy. Mm. And he, he's, he can hardly stand up in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's practically um, had a lot of... Yeah. Maintenance work on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he won the fight by default. You know, that's a bit, yeah. So, so hmm. I, anyway, Marion, of course, um, gets um, attached to Belloc for a while, just in order to get away. Yeah. And Belloc's not really a nasty guy. He just, he, he just not playing by the rules. By the rules. He, he, he's, he's just another guy who's yeah. keen on. Yeah. Digging up old things and collecting and stuff. Yeah, and but, imagine yeah. most of the stuff he he collects, he ends up selling on the black well, market. Well, I think he, I think he might keep some. He may he keep some. He keeps some chosen bits himself. He might yeah. sell some, and yeah, to make yeah. some money for himself. And yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah. I think I read in the book that he may sell some of the bits and pieces to wealthy, respectable collectors. Yeah, so he gets know, money. Yeah, make a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah, which kind of fits into one. Indy says that he was hoping to get. Um, a golden idol way at the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, I'd be a rotten beginning movie, yeah. And he figured that it was going to be sold, sold in Marrakesh. Yeah, and that exactly, leads us yeah. to Indy um, wanting to go fa- to a lot of money in order to pursue that item. It, nothing happened on that. It's no. a, a, I remember a, a fandom friend. No, in this movie, he said, I want to go to Marrakesh. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, nothing happened then because those guys from the um, the government came to him and say we want you to go and do this other bit. So he actually yes. didn't actually go after him, but Ballot was at the other place anyway. Anyway, isn't that funny? What a small world. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> as our story progresses, um, um, Ballot gets seriously drunk in one scene and Marion was about to make her a daring escape, but gets tackled by right. an evil. <laughs> Or the man, Russian, yeah, I mean, the little German nah, guy. Yeah, the guy from the SS who did not have much of a sense of humour, did he? No. He was going to beat the snot out of him. You know, uh, I don't know about beat the snot out of him. He was going she, to. He was very sinister. He was, was going to torture before in the beginning of the movie. True. He, so he was going to burn a face of a hot poker out of a fireplace. So wow. I think he would be the type of guy to yeah. beat her until she died yes. if she didn't get the information. Yes. Mm, and not soon a very enough, nice um, um, Balak discovers the Ark being pulled out of the um, tomb, and they, he starts waking. They wake the men, and they start. And they steal it from Indiana Jones. Yes, oh, and the, I love now. This is a bit of dialogue I really like in the movie, where he says, "What a pity that you have. To, what a pity you have to be left in such a awful place." You're going to be a permanent resident of this oh, yeah. archaeological he, 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 find. He, he, he leaves him in the snake pit there yes, before he, he seals him up. He says. And he says Maybe in a thousand years, you'll, you'll be, be worth, worth something. something. <laughs> and then Indy laughs and says, And they get sealed off there, and everyone yeah. thinks that's the end of Indiana Jones. Yeah, and then Murray gets thrown into the um, pit of snakes with him. <laughs> yeah, well, if you die in pain, you need a friend. Yes, I think that's what the... the um, General had in mind, or but, or a captain. I'm not sure if he's a captain or general. I'm oh, not sure. Could've, I, can't, could've, I could be that wrong. That wouldn't be a general. It would have been um, uh-huh. something below that, probably. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Yeah. Otherwise, they. I don't think Germans uh, generals would go that far out yeah, to. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know the military rank. You have someone as a private, and you have corporals and lieutenants, yeah. and I don't know what the German army has. Yes, so, so anyway, let's say he, he, he's an officer. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, he tells them. If, 
um, that he didn't care much about the woman and just says that she's no use to us. We have our prize. Let's close up this tomb and get the heck out of here. And anyway, uh, Indiana Jones and the nice lady tackle the snake problem down there yeah. and get out the back door. No, oh. um, well, yeah. back, well, they found a way out. Yeah, yeah, but it's, is... it, I won't go into it too much, but they had to battle the snakes a few things yeah. and they knocked a, a block of... Uh, statue over. They knocked a statue over, break, break through a wall, and then they found a... Uh, I wouldn't say a ventilation hole, but a loose rock or some yeah, stone, stone, and they pushed that away, and they got out of the... Uh... Yeah. Now, the part that bugs me, that was totally exposed. How come nobody else saw it when they are digging? Good point, Mike. Uh-huh. But <laughs> that was interesting, and I especially like that when my friend Eric and Chris did their version of it, that this one, this scene that with the um, aeroplane scene where they were loading the ark on board of that thing, of that ship plane, um, that scene, they, they had to wait for so many years to create that particular scene to complete their film. Yeah, it's kids that couldn't afford an aeroplane. Yeah, now, and Can the we fact get back onto this movie? We can with them later. But <laughs> it was an awesome bit, and... While so many filmmakers I've talked to about fandoms, they keep saying no one will put funds into a fandom. But, um, well, as long as you don't, um, you know, you know, be um, the... It, it, was, it wasn't made as a commercial um, adventure. Mm-hmm. It was made as a tribute movie. Um, yes. And they wanted some money so many years later mm. to make the scenes that they couldn't make when they were kids. Yeah, and the people who had already been watching them, following them and say, hey, this is great, threw some money towards it. And they, got, they might have got some businesses involved as well. And yeah, they made enough likely. to make a prop aeroplane up. And what else was it? Was this a prop aeroplane? Um, a prop aeroplane and, um, and some, you know, new actor faces to oh, work Oh, yeah, but just that, that bit there. Mm. But didn't the guy that played that? What did it wasn't he in Jurassic Park or something? Or yeah, um, Rob Fuller. Yeah, he, he played the Nazi guy fighting Indiana Jones, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he's played uh, uh, a bit um, in an extra uh, soldier extra in in, in Jurassic, World. Jurassic World. Yeah, so so, yeah, so they, they spare no expense, get the best. Great, right? Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as we go, um, that was probably one of my favorite fight scenes in that story where yeah. they. They beat the, the heck out of that very tall yeah, German guy. Yeah, but wait, guy. A, wait a minute. Indiana Jones was losing the fight. Yes. And he was sitting on the ground there, and the plane was actually, the chocks were taken away the wheels. The plane was moving, mm-hmm. and it sort of pivoting, and came around, and the propeller was coming up behind the big German guy, and he turned around and got his face sliced and diced. Mm-hmm. That's how Indiana Jones actually won the fight. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why the kids <laughs> ah. couldn't do that years ago because uh, fear no. of maybe... Well, how did it, did it make the plane? Yeah, well, not to mention, how would you explode it without getting, causing a little bit of problems? Well, they didn't have After Effects back in those days, did they? Uh, no. Uh, anyway, irrespective. So, irrespective. Anyway. So, irrespective, <laughs> um, then the Germans decide to load the Ark onto a a truck in order to get it away to go somewhere yes and, and this is where my favorite other favorite scene comes into it where Indy is going to chase after them on his horse and try to Giddy get up them. horsey and yeah. the interesting part in this story is when um all the the um slaves that the um the nazis hide are pissed kind of annoyed that 
they're not being paid. You were going to say pissed off. That's not very nice. You didn't say that on these YouTubes. Kitty's not yeah. listening. Yeah, anyway. They looked very angry and they were pushing against the Nazis. Like Yeah, they thought, are you guys going to run off without yeah. paying us? Yeah. You mongrels, man. Yes. Anyway, they were a little upset. And when they see Indiana Jones riding over the horizon, they're all j- jumping up and, oh, and, 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 and watching up in sprites. We haven't been paid. Yeah. Yes, but they watch in anticipation of what's happening. And anyway, we we'll, we won't talk about too much of it, this chase scene because let's go on to the submarines and the other. No, bits I want to get to the final. The, oh, okay. Bit talk where about after the chase Indy scene. gets the ark and gets on the truck, he soon uh, pushes Balak's car off the off the road. Off the road, and then he heads to the to the town, and he they the villagers. I mean, the townspeople there. Able to hide the, um, hide the truck, truck and yeah. the ark, and you know, and the, yeah. And yeah. didn't we discuss why, how this happened? Well, which bit about where the, the, the uh, that yeah, like how did um, the um, townspeople knew that they yeah. needed help? Well, you Indy. said Sala made his way back there, but how would Indiana Jones know? What was going on in that town, and how would Sala know that Indiana Jones going to be driving a truck in there? I don't know. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, but the people there were. <laughs> that was good. It was good. Were kind enough to assist and pretend it was market day there. Uh, it was market day, sort of, but they had a, a hole in the wall type thingy there. They dropped a curtain down there and a, a marquee and and put a stall in front of it. No one knew where the truck went to. Yeah. I, I, look, a really nice trick for the movie. It was really good. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. And, and now we. Move on to the final the boat scene which is probably one of my very favorite I've romantic a, scenes i've got a question yes what's and that? i might have missed something in my brain here at the moment uh-huh. indiana jones had the truck yes the ark of the covenant was in the truck yes what was the next scene oh the boat yes yes yeah, right the boat yeah the sorry boat. i just had a, i had a uh a, me- a memory lapse. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, went th- we went to a, a dock in Cairo or somewhere. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah soon. So, Salah has organised transport for for Indy, Marion and the Ark. Yeah. And, of course, um, everything looks peachy. Yeah, the Ark's put on the boat. Indy and Jones and Marion put on the boat. And they get away. And we won't go into the I bedroom did, scene. I did we think like they that. had sex that night. Yeah, uh, they had a history before, before, but at the beginning of the movie when they came ag- across each other again, she hated him because um, uh, I think he seduced her when she was 16 years old. Yes. Yeah, had a bit of a th- fling and then, yeah, they had a bit of a breakup and stuff and left yeah. her um, yeah. as a, de- uh, what's the word, a depressed young female? Or, yeah, yeah, and Ra- Ravenwood, yeah. Um, Indy's tutor, teacher, didn't want, um, to him anymore. D- didn't want anything to do yeah. with him. But anyway, they came back together and after a little adventure over the past couple of days, a week or two, um, she's warming to him again saying, he's really a nice guy and he did save me and stuff. Yeah. So we didn't actually see anything, but it was implied they had sex and yeah. no happy families again. I think again. that yeah. that's seen and... Yeah. Um, Chris and Zala's, I mean, Chris and Eric's scene. Uh, look, Dad, stop going to Well, the... I do think it was kind of romantic. In the book, it said that was the first time Chris ever got kissed. Okay, Chris and Chris, yeah, the, 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 the fan adaption. Uh, yeah, 
Chris was only probably at, what, 14, 15? Um, I think 13. And no, he wasn't 13. I think he was 14 or 15. She and she been... was a couple of years older than him. Yeah. She was rather cute, actually. I can't remember her name. But and she, they had to Angela. Do with, Angela. And they had to do a bit of a love scene there, you know, just to kiss and everything. And I think it was the first time Chris actually kissed a girl seriously. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, not a peck on the cheeks or anything, a real kiss. And I don't know how many takes they had. Yeah, I think uh, they did a quite I a take few. 23. Chris, will you stop giggling? No, no, no. Well, there was, when they did, I think I wasn't sure which take, but I read in the book, it said that when they did the, the kiss scene on the line, and they, while Eric is saying, okay, cut, but they kept kissing, and then he says, okay, cut, and, they kill, the and they're still you know, kissing. It, it, and yeah. after a final take, his final time, he says, okay, cut, okay? Stop it. No, you the, the, the Pour some water on them the, the, or something. The, the, the part that makes me, or comes, comes to mind, I must ask the question, <laughs> who was kissing who? Was he kissing her or was she kissing him or was just a mutual thing happening? Uh, they look, mm. uh, it looks pretty good for kids. <laughs> so. Yeah, I imagine. Anyway, let's get, on, let's get away from this bit. Um, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I've drifted get, get, apart. The, get back to the real I, movie. I know, I know. But I can't, forgive me, guys. I like to go back to we like Chris, um, and Chris and Eric's version because it's a lot of fun. That's and good, great. it's kind of great watching these kids put such yeah, a film. Anyway, let's get on to this one. Okay, okay, Mike. <laughs> we can talk food. about them later. <laughs> Sorry, guys, again. So, anyway, um, after a night yeah. of gosh knows what, <laughs> um, um, the next morning um, we see the Nazis in their submarine yeah, who are planning to, to, board the ship. to board the ship. Because they knew where Indiana Jones had gone to. Some How like, he knew? Well, I, we'll never know. I know. Someone let the cat out of the bag. Maybe. Oh, no, sorry. Let, someone let the sphinx out of the bag. Uh, who knows? Maybe they, <laughs> they, uh, maybe they had spies. Yeah, somebody on the dock. Someone, yeah. who, someone um, mm. uh, you know, hide, hiding in the in the shadows. Oh, I know. Just somebody at the dock somewhere. Said, we're looking for someone. Said, oh, there's a guy and a man, a, a girl and a, uh, a man and a lady got in this boat and had a thing there and they went in that boat and they tracked them. Yeah. 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 And it was not too difficult. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a ordinary boat. Well, yes, it's like, uh, yeah, an ordinary boat. Yeah, like, yeah, not, not a little boat or not a big boat. I mean, not Just an ordinary tanker type of boat. Yes, yes, yes. Well, not take cargo. Small cargo, small cargo boat. boat. Yeah. yeah. Run by pirates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Well, the best will do. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, they come there and they say, um, we're taking this ark. And of course, the captain says that to leave them, Marion and... Yeah, leave the girls. And said... Fetch a nice price where we're going. Yeah, and said he killed Indy and all that yeah. stuff. And Indy's already hiding away in the hold somewhere. Yeah, he's hiding. I think. For, and, and then... The, the Nazis go about the submarine and Indiana Jones must be a sterling swimmer. He's fully clothed, whipped everything, leather jacket, swum to the um, the submarine, which yeah. must have been 100 metres away. Yeah. <laughs> very, um, in the story, just so you guys know, in the deleted scene, he was sort of um, sort of attached to the, um, to the um, um, what do they call it, the um, periscope? Oh, yeah, the the, um, yeah, that thing, yeah. The, um, that, yeah and I don't know why they never filmed that bit, because, to be honest, um, how he would have survived on top of it is beyond me. Well, so I don't know too much about su- submarines. I was having a bit of a think when uh, we watched the movie that normally submarines travel mm. underwater, because that's what they're for, but I think they might travel faster on top of the water because there's less resistance. Yeah, that's so, what Indy so, said. So <laughs> they might have, it might have just... 
stayed afloat and drove to this island base mm. for the submarine, which might not have been too far away, so had no reason to get underwater. Yeah, well, that mm. was probably what was going through Indy's mind. Well, I'm but glad it didn't, otherwise it would have been a very short movie. But then he noticed the... Um, the um, submarine sinking into the water, and he has lug, to lug, 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 lug. seek higher ground, so to speak. Well, yeah, yeah huh? but if they, if they go down to like 100 metres, he'd be underwater, he'd be drowning, he'd be shark bait. Yes, yeah. true, true. And but that's no, why he's hanging on no to the um, periscope at the top. And hold your breath for an awfully long time. Well, technically, <laughs> that was the only part that just didn't sink into the water. Nah, they, they normally, if they do go on top of the. Um, they didn't go right down, but I think the decks were still visible, so I think they just must have gone on top of the water. Anyway, as was... Oh, by the way, just, they actually used a real submarine here and in the next bit of it, and that was actually borrowed from another film that spoke we're doing about the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a bit of trivia, and where they actually go to in a minute to the submarine base, that was a real submarine base left over the Second World War. That is cool. Ah, bit ah. of bit of trivia for you folks. <laughs> Very cool trivia. Thank you, Mark. So anyway, we get they get to the place. Indy tries to get steal himself a, um, a uniform, which he gets sort of, I think which the is time two sizes too small. Yeah, and then he meets up with another soldier and he beats the crap out of him, and, and he, he got his clothes. Apart from a shirt that, that didn't really fit him. Well, a bit snug, but that's okay. But but other than he that, was, he, he was rather buff. Other than he? that, he did wear, he got the jacket and the pants, he, which is all he needs. His hat and his boots, and he looked very nice. Yes, and no one will notice yeah. him. He blended in quite nicely. Yes, and of course, when we do see Marion with Balak, we see that there's some con. There's nothing going on there. Like, somehow, I think he's displeased with her for gosh knows reasons. Maybe she refused him. Maybe she slapped him and told him to get nowhere well, to go. I don't know, but there was a bit of a thing. He was he was going to protect her a little bit, but he wasn't going to protect her a lot. So, yeah, maybe the honeymoon was over. Yeah, maybe mm. the constant, his hope of getting something out of her was going to be, nah. Mm. It's pretty obviously she's set her cap for Indy and... That's who she prefers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Now, we went to submarine base, mm-hmm. which is where they're going to open up the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the, the Nazi, Nazi mm-hmm. Na- Belloc and the Nazis are taken up to a high place on the island. Yes. Uh, where they're going to do a, the he- a Hebrew ritual to see if they could activate the power, s- the power of the box. Which I don't believe, I don't recall any scripture saying there's anything like this, but well, it, it, it works good for the I movie. I think that the more to the point is that they want to look at the um, sacred pieces to yeah. see for themselves if they're there in there. Yeah. If, but Balak said something earlier in the movie, so I, it's, it's something special. It's a transmitter for talking to God. He mustn't, it mustn't be a Catholic Christian or anything, because or even a Hebrew, because it wasn't that. It was a religious icon which yeah. represented their faith. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. then again, he wasn't a very good archaeologist, was he? But then again, uh, um, on several occasions, Moses probably had co- several conversations yeah, but, near the Ark, and yeah, most but, of the time it was praying, with God in but him. Praying to God, and if, if he was a Christian. Yeah. He would know you can pray to God anyway. You wouldn't need the box. And not to mention, yeah, yeah. the ark traveled with them, and the ark was sort of a way for God, in his way, to keep an eye on the Hebrews. It is well, no, actually, uh, I think uh, I've said that earlier in the movie, and I think it was taken out of the Bible, really, Bob, as well, that whoever, ha- if they had the ark of the covenant with them, mm-hmm. and they had to, and they come across enemies, and they had to fight them, they would always win. 
Yeah, of course. And that was the this was the base of this because if the Nazis got it and they had it with their army, then that would make the and Nazi uh, army uh, win invisible. their battles. Yeah, you're invincible. Invincible. That's a good word for it. Yes. I think they use that so in the movie. So they yeah. go up to the hills and. Um, no doubt Indy's following closely behind and he in his in a loose um, capacity in a loose sly capacity he threatens Balak and says I'm going to blow up the ark if you don't give me back my girlfriend well sort of I think he was teasing him but he, I mean he yeah. knew that Balak yeah was and Balak knew, knew right away that, that yeah. Indy was a bad poker player doing this yeah and he, uh, he he called his bluff and Belloc won again. Yes. Gee. Well, he did lay down that he did say, "Fine, blow it up." Yeah, but and he bluffed in, him. And indeed, yeah. was not really feeling supposed uh, yeah, uh, to do that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Damn. And yeah. So yeah, I think Belloc called his bluff and yes. Belloc won yet again. Yes. But wait, they get up to the high place. They start the ceremony. Mm. And of course, um, it did mention in the story that they were going to attempt to shoot Indy and kill him right there and there before the ritual began. But Balak says, "Wait, just let him live, so I could show off my this How incredible." How clever I am, and that you lost again and I won, sort of thing. Yes, yeah, sort, sort of. Thing. Um, he before he yeah. they can execute Indy. Beforehand. Yeah, you want to see what he's missing out on. Yeah. Yes. So. However. However. They start the ritual. Yes, and in and oh, they, they take the lid off the box. Yes, and just so you know, mm. Belak is wearing um, sort of some similar he, Hebrew, robes. Hebrew robes, even though he's not. I don't think he's Hebrew to be honest. Or Jewish. No, it is. It's Jewish. Now wait a minute. Um, he's dressed as an Israelite Cohen Gadol, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, which 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 I'll believe like like a rabbi or I something. I think that we one of the yeah, Jewish yeah, priests. Yeah, that yeah, were. yeah. Uh, yeah, and he 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 was saying some Hebrew words. And take the lid off the box, and it's full of sand. Everyone thinks, "Oh, you, you stuffed up!" <laughs> but all of a sudden, things start changing. Yeah, like a lot of the um, there were some flashlights or light bulbs that were that were like the area yeah. began popping, popping like, and pop, the generator pop, starts pop, to pop, short circuit and blow itself up. Yeah, and, and the then you see this mist forming inside the box and like swirling, swirling out in space sort of thing. Yeah, and, and thunder, sudden, lightning. Yeah. <laughs> And then starts, oh, uh, mist starts coming yeah. out of the box. Yeah, a lot and of then spirits, some spirits come out of the box, across and the they're um, beautiful. They start going around everybody. Yeah, except Indy, uh, his being the smart one in this, um, he He's remembers the um, wise men say said and said to Marion, "Don't look at the um, uh, shut your eyes and don't look until I tell you." Yeah, and anyway, what happens is all these pretty things come out, and they're going. Oh, this is beautiful. All of a sudden, all these beautiful, yeah, spirit things into turn evil. into ghouls. Yes. Horrible, horrible, ugly things. Yeah. And then they start killing all the uh, Nazi soldiers and Belloc. Everyone gets killed. Except for Indy and Marion. Exactly right, because they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. See, if... I mean, this is, if, if you're looking at it from the spiritual part, God and everything, God hates evil, obviously, and he killed all the evil people there. So but everybody there... Was killed except for two good people. Yeah, but how do they get how do they get home? Well, bear in mind <laughs> um, before we get to that, Mike. Um, bear in mind it says in the Bible that it's death for anyone to look at God's face, meaning that they just saw some, uh, just a, a sample of God's power and and God's appearance and yeah. God's 
powers, which yeah. means you can, I mean, you can, you're but just as, um, I'll anyone who's vulnerable yeah, to God's presence will be zapped yeah. to Vladimir. I would take it slightly different way. I would say that because their hearts weren't pure and they wanted to do evil things with it, yeah. don't don't mess around with something yeah. you don't know about. But that's another yeah. thing. Yeah. I remember what I said earlier in this movie, mm-hmm. movie that they were going to mention that um, not to look upon the um, Ark and all that stuff. It could mean that anyone is vulnerable to the Ark, meaning even if you're a good person with a good heart, you most likely Maybe. end up with the same fate as the Nazis. But yeah, see, if Indiana Jones looked up out of all curiosity... That would mean he wasn't pure of heart. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna close my eyes. I'll have a quick. I catch a quick look to see what. Ooh, that's interesting, isn't it? That yeah. So he's, so he's not pure of heart then. Yeah. Well, it's just. He had to. He what would be faithful to himself for his in his quest. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So or the go, the um God's power destroyed the Nazis and everything around them. Yeah. You start to wondering what happened to the guys of submarine. I like to think everyone from the um Nazi. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Nazi um, submarine and all oh, the they other... All too, they maybe. all came there to take a peek at oh, this uh, mark, yeah. you know, just to see what it's so like. So, I, I repeat, how did they get off the island? They didn't actually show how you got off the island. I don't know. Maybe the next, they... The next shot, they're back at the university. Um, maybe they um, contacted... Um, the, on the radio, maybe. On the radio yeah. to to yeah, um, to the Americans to pick them up that way. Uh, that's how I think. That's might. a possibility. I mean, they do have Morse code and I stuff. I know, but... And it's well known. If he's not a navigator, how do you tell him what island they're on? Um, good question. Ah, but, ah. but then again... Um, <laughs> Sorry, George. <laughs> but then again, we found out that in Young Indiana Jones, he learnt, he was in the army for a bit, so he may mm, have he known... Was. He might have known a bit about navigation. Yeah. But not, even though army guys don't do navigation, he might have been old... He might have figured out from their charts... Yeah. On the, in the chart room where they might have been. That's a good point. Okay. Sorry, George. You're probably okay then. Yes. Yeah, so, um, Marion and Indy no. return back to the States where they're richly rewarded by the money that they were promised. Oh, Marion got paid well, probably. Yes. Yeah. And Indy's told by the superior guys that they're going to take the... Um, the government guys are going to take the Ark away to... A special place. To a special place. And get... Top people looking at it to investigate it yeah. and study it and, and whatever. And this is where I think this translation, when Indy says, who? And we have a long pause, and then the guy says, top men. Which Meaning, means none of your business. None of your business. Because Indiana Jones would be one of the top men. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think the yeah. whole point is that they don't intentionally want to research it no, or give it to a museum. They want to lock it away. They want to lock it away to for in a special, sec- uh, special secret compound thingy warehouse. Yeah. yeah. Now tell me this final scene that you mentioned earlier, Mike. All right. Um, the original movie when they were putting it together, the very very last scene of the movie after Indiana Jones and Marion leave the government guys. I think it was going to end about there or had a slightly different ending. But I think George Lucas' wife said, hey, there should be some sort of closure or something going on with Indiana Jones and Marion. So they went back and did a bit more filming and made a scene with them coming out of the uh, the university or whatever uh, and warming to each other and going off to have a drink together. Which is like they had a relationship blooming. Yes. Uh, yeah, but you'd feel that. But that wasn't going to be in the original movie, but mm. 
I think it was George Luke's wife, I don't think Stephen's wife, I think it was George's wife suggested they add something to close the relationship part off of the movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. I often yeah. talk to you guys yeah. about movies with inappropriate closes. Yeah. And this one is pretty close. much... And this was a good closure. Yeah, I mean, you have your, you have your climax and you have your anti-climax, but it w- if it dropped off just there, it would have been a bit... Pear-shaped. No, not pear-shaped. would have been so... You, you say it, it needs something else, and that was the something else it needed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like in the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones Last Crusade. It could have finished off where it finished off, but yeah. Where they just escaped the M, the M2. and run away and said, "That's it, finished." Or when the credits came off, they were riding off in the sunset. Hmm. Yeah, the three, what three of them? Four. Four of them riding off on horses or camels or whatever, riding off in the sunset. Did you need that? Yeah, it was a good ending. A good closure. We escaped and we're off going there, riding off in the sunset, heroes of the day, and that was yeah, good good closure for a movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so anyway, our heroes um walk off in getting a drink, and she gave that sort of a, a, well, a sexy smile. Would you say so? A sexy she, smile. I think she had plans for the evening. Yeah, <laughs> she says, "Come on, I buy you a drink." You know, remember you drink. know a drink. Yeah, I think yeah. she could, and she even. Flicks his hat. Come on. And you give him the come on. I think they're going to go out for drinkies, have a meal, and and play the um, pussy game. Uh, the <laughs> choice, <laughs> horizontal mumbo all night long. No. Um, yes. Yeah. So much later on, we see the ark being put into a box, um, nailed da- nails down on it, and they're going to be putting it in a bunch of other boxes that look like exactly the same, probably. Except for a few differences. Yeah. Now, we don't want to go on too much longer, but we will talk a little bit about uh, development and whatever. And um, The idea of um, Indiana Jones and even Star Wars, uh, um, the idea was to make it a bit like the old serials mm. they used to have in the theatres back in the 40s and 50s and whatever. Mm. Uh, so... The story style was actually written to be an old style, like we had the hero there and the girl and whatever, and the nasty guys, like a very simple storyline. And that, it wasn't a simple storyline, but it wasn't a naive storyline. It was a good storyline for this day and age, even today. Um, hmm. But they wanted to keep that thing going. And having said that, when you look at the filming side, they kept the filming down to about three or four takes Per scene, instead of doing twenty or thirty, yeah, they didn't care. It was a little bit rough. Mm. The idea was to, the old serials used to be a little bit rough, mm. and if there's a problem with it, they just run with it or mm. just edit it out or whatever. And I think for what they did, say four takes. Mm. And you made your movie last year, and with your editing and post editing now, and your head of, uh, uh, director of photography. He was working on about four takes for a lot of those uh, scenes. Roughly, yes. And he worked really hard making it work. And I reckon, really, if you've got good actors, uh, good scenes set up, everything's good, you don't need to do a million takes for a scene. It just is a waste of time. And they had a limited budget of about, what, 18,000? Hmm. And considering they were filming in England, uh, Tunisia, um, oh, but about four... Four different locations. There would have had four units going here, probably. Um, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. You can't stretch the budget until it snaps. Mm. So, yeah, for what they did, mm. I reckon uh, the limited takes mm-hmm. with Steven Spielberg uh, driving it mm-hmm. as a director, 
No, he Steven Spielberg. I wouldn't say he's underrated because I mean people know exactly what Steven can do. He's done some, uh, Close Encounters. He's done this. He's done lots of other movies. I mean, Jaws and Jaws. Stuff. He's a really good director. I, I, I'm wrapped in what Steven does. And yeah, Jaws can write a nice story. Uh, and it yeah. comes together. Yeah, it does um, have it. No, they know how to wrap up a good story yeah. and write a good plot and and film it all. Uh, um, certainly. This is another thing I should bring up. Did you know, guys, that Indy, that Harrison Ford wasn't their fir- their poss- their first choice? choice first choice. Okay, who was that well, there? actually, he was going to be their first choice because, um, but Harrison Ford was worried that he's going to be, cons- you know. You know he'll be always remembered for his current oh, roles, being like yeah, like yeah, as yeah. Indiana Jones or Han Solo, and people would continue thinking of him in those three just, two I'm, roles. I'm just next and hero sort of guy in a pretty face. So yes, and yeah. even though I've seen him in a thousand roles, I've seen him as a president. president. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him playing a detective in Blade Runner. He did, And yeah. so I've seen him in a number of other roles. I'm, I like to care, care to name. Quite good. Yeah, I and like him. I don't necessary think of him as always you know Indiana Jones or Han Solo uh, that's yeah, so often uh, I just think of him those roles are pretty good for him and they work really well yeah. for him so technically he he made the roles yeah mm. actually a, a bit of trivia here I think they started writing this idea in 1973 <laughs> and it got, the, got put in the back burner because I think the writer mm. Co-writer Kaufman had to go and do another movie mm. and direct it. So we asked me the right the other co-writer was a director, uh, and that got put in the back burner, and that got picked up again in 1977. Yeah. I think. Oh, also, guys, yeah. they're making they might be looking at making an Indiana Jones five movie, and I don't know very much about it, but I know for a fact that Steven Spielberg is no longer going to be directing it. He's tired of doing it. Yeah, so, he, he doesn't want to do another one. But yes. the point is. Who do you think would make a good Indiana Jones? Mm, Chris one. Pratt. Mm. He's our favourite. But I think um, Harrison Ford wants to come back for yeah, the but final. He, can, this, this he might come back as his dad. Uh, maybe. Maybe. You just do a role reversal? Uh, who knows? Or, I mean, you can't have Harrison Ford running around like he has done in the yeah, previous movies. He's getting old. Nothing yes. against Harrison Ford, but you get to the stage where it can become an embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. if it was like a... <laughs> Um, what do they call it? Um, um, a prequel. Um, um, well, maybe yeah. we can. Uh, maybe we can get away with getting Chris Pratt to yeah. play yeah. him. Chris, Chris Pratt's got that. How do you put it? That action hero, nice guy, not totally polished sort yeah. of look about him. Similar. Yeah, I think I yeah. remember yeah. one scene from um, the new Jurassic world sequel movie um there was a scene where he, um he's he's being well during the volcano eruption he's running just like ha, 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 indiana jones away from danger just like in those did he ever <laughs> say i've got a bad feeling about this no, no he, he didn't. didn't no there are no. some <laughs> interesting scenes there that make him look like um he's going to move on to being the next indiana jones for i know yeah actually the character of Indiana Jones was based a little bit on Humphrey Bogart in the Treasure of Sierra Madre. I mean, he was a, a rough guy, hard drinking, but that similar personality. Mm, cool. Um, and the um, yeah. costume came from um, Charlton Heston. Yeah, he was in a yeah, movie. He was playing um, in a movie where a circus um, movie. It wasn't a Secret of the Incas? 
as well? I'm not sure, but I know it was a circus movie, and he wore a leather jacket and a brown hat yeah, in that yeah. one, and a similar outfit. So I guess that's where um George Lucas yeah. and his team came up with yeah. with that costume. Which yeah, but see, yeah, but the character itself. But you know, the Secret of the Incas with Harrison, uh, mm-hmm. with um, Talton Heston was also mm-hmm. from, um, mm-hmm. part of the um, what do you call it. Uh, Defining the character of Indiana Jones, okay. and and let's get back to the name. The original name was not going to be Indiana Jones; right. it was going to be Indiana Smith. Yeah, and that didn't really work. It yeah. just does not sound. Just right. so you guys know, <laughs> um, the name Indiana Jones came from actually George Lucas's dog, dog, whose name was Indiana, who was a very nice dog. Yes, can you imagine that, guys? And that's probably came up with the idea for last. Yeah. Crusades, where they came up with the idea for East Indiana called, dogs. Well, yeah, the last crusade, yeah. Uh, but Crystal Skull, where we have later on, um, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford has a son. His name, his nickname is Mutt. Another Wolf. name for a dog. <laughs> now, hello. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so much tongue-in-cheek stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, originally, in the... Um, um, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, orig- in the TV series, it was originally Indiana Jones was going to have a daughter, not a son. Um, That's right, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, they decided to go with um, the similar, do the same thing with Indy having a, a hard time with his son, even though he didn't know he had a son at the time. <laughs> but, he, they, but he soon warmed up to the idea of... Uh, the thought of having a son who's a bit of a outsider or, or well, a bit of a naughty boy, or a bit of a naughty boy. But there was where some, I wonder uh, where he got his mother got that, that from his mother. <laughs> another little thing there were, there were a couple of things, some scenes they were going to put in this movie, hmm. which they didn't use, and it showed up in the next movie. That's true. Uh, that one where he's in that nightclub and he's uh, hiding behind this rolling gong going across the. Uh, the floor oh, that, that was supposed to be in this movie, but they tail they trimmed things down a bit to mm. a um, that fits well, yeah, to, to make it work. So they say that's a good idea, we can use that trick for the next movie, yeah, which they did. Um, and and um, I don't know if this was in the movie, but um, in when he was doing the fight scene with the with the guy wearing the black turban and the black outfit, oh, yeah. um, he had um, it, it Harrison Ford had. Diarrhea. Oh, I don't have diarrhea. He just wasn't feeling well. He wasn't he had feeling diarrhea. well. So because they were in a bad area where you're getting problems with food poisoning and stuff. They had to cut the scene down a bit. In that yeah, scene. so they said instead of having the fight scene, so said, why don't I just shoot him? So that's a good idea. So he's turning around, yeah. getting ready really like they're going to be a fight, and just turn around and so, bang. So they take care of that. See you later. Went, probably yeah. went to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So at the time. Yeah. Yeah. This was, it was going to probably be an interesting fight scene with the whip, maybe. I'm not sure. But I think it kind of works better that he just shoots the bugger and just heads on to his next adventure. <laughs> I kind of worked that Now, long. just two things I want to mm. say. The snakes and the spiders. Mm. In the beginning, the spiders, yeah, they, they, they go into this, uh, this tomb to get something right at the beginning. The spiders were non-poisonous spiders. They were, um, they were a Mexican species of tarantulas. Ooh. Which are commonly kept as pets, believe it or not. Who would have a spider as a pet? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't a lot of people with bizarre personalities. But yeah, well, the Adams family maybe, but. Um, like but, um, Wednesday Adams. Yeah, uh-huh. she would. Oh my god, a pet spider. But they look so good, and oh, look, he's coming in spiders. 
but they won't bite you. Yeah. Or if they do, they got a little mouth and won't hurt. Just, just maybe a little a nip. That's about as far as it goes. But the snakes in the snake Ooh. pit. Now, that's another story. Now, when <laughs> they went in there, they start, if you watch closely, some of the snakes aren't moving because they did have some rubber snakes in there. Mm. No, fair enough. You can't have all those snakes. You have to pay extra money for extra snakes. Now, um, <laughs> but some of the other ones are actually a form of legless lizard. I don't know what their name, but they're non-poisonous and won't hurt you. And a, they had a couple of real snakes thrown in for the clothes they worked like the cobras. Mm. Uh, apart from that, it was just all... Everyone was safe. Yeah, another yeah. thing about this, I should say, did you guys know that Harrison Ford, you know that there's a mark, there's a bit of a cut or on scar his on, his chin, yeah. on his chin? And that came from when he was handling some snakes one time, and one of the snakes kind of... It was a snake? Um, hit him, kind of bit him there. I know we got a bite. Was it a snake? Yeah, it was a snake. Sure. Positive. I can't, I can't remember. I, I, yeah. I knew we got, I, but he, didn't didn't that happen when he was a camp master or something? Yeah, like camp that? master. Yeah. And yeah, well, before they had he these acting. school camps or you hold like camps for kids, you know, in America, uh, and he was say, a camp leader or group leader or whatever, and he got something or other, maybe a snake, uh, bit him on the chin. And actually, in the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, when he's playing, there's a role of young Indiana Jones. Yes. Uh, they explain that mark on his chin. Where he got hit by a whippy crack. Yeah, meaning interesting, yeah, hey? Yeah, hit so by the tip they, of the whip. They, yeah, they put a tip of whip. Um, so they actually brought his scar into the storyline. Yeah, That's well, it, funny, fit, that, it kind of it? fits in. Yeah. I mean, giving it the, the um, continuing we discussed earlier. Yeah. But anyway, this is dragging on considerably. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> do you want to rate this movie now? Well, do you want to talk about Kristen Eriks a bit more, anybody else's? Or? Yeah, I think I could do, we could yeah, do just that. Just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, just yes. Because um, they did a good job, and, and, and all the accolades yeah, saw the other people as yeah, well. Yeah, but, see, yeah. guys, um, Eric and Chris, they're probably the, f- probably the first kids who've started working on a bit of a fandom of Indiana Jones. Yeah, and they Well, a lot of kids yeah. probably their age were either fantasizing and dreaming about going off to university to, to study filmmaking. They decided to do it right there in and their the kids, backyard. Yeah, and, yeah. Or not in the backyard. Well, just they did. Well, under the house, uh, local quarry, different places in the, in the local area, the, the back lanes behind the shops. Yeah. yeah. And they, they did. You, mm. I, 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 I don't know how to put it. For kids with no budget... And using all the friends and whatever, they for kids with no skills or experience, hmm. they made a damn fine movie. And it's surprising that Chris and Eric didn't go into movie, uh, the the media, the, the uh, as directors, actors, producers, anything. They just didn't. They went in their own different ways and just did ordinary jobs. Well, they probably got tired of filmmaking and decided to do something that's. Make more money? Well, maybe something <laughs> different. Something. Well, they didn't get paid much money for it. Mm, true, no. true. But um, it was not about the money. They did have love. They did uh, have love yeah. for for the fandoms. Yeah. To influence young so, people to young, get into is, this. is there a way to get a copy of this? Um, yes, there is. I'll, I have a website here that Eric kindly has given me permission to uh, to mention. So it's called Zala D D Tour. Dot com. Do you want me to spell it to them? Yeah. yeah. Spell it to them when you say, ah, I'll do it for you. Now, it's Zala, like Eric Zala, he's not his last name, Z-A-L-A, detour, like in going down the road, uh, dot com slash store, store. is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, that back, is that a backslash or forward slash? 
Um, forward slash. Yeah. Forward slash. Forward, forward slash. Uh, yeah. And you should be able to get a copy of that. Um, mm-hmm. it, look, it's not the greatest quality because it was really done on old VHS tape. And it's probably two, second, third, fourth yeah. generation. So some of the quality is not bad. They relied on the audio probably from the camera, not overhead, you know, boom mics and, you know, and everything else. So it is what yeah. it is. It was a fan-made movie yeah. by kids, but it's worth looking yeah. at and buying. It shows a lot yeah. of love be- behind yeah. it. But i add to this further that all, like I said earlier, that there are a lot of Indiana Jones type fandom movies or shorts, short mm-hmm. features done by a lot of well-meaning people, and we've got a collection of what about a dozen or yeah, just half a dozen, and and they're really, really, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Some of them kids, some a bit more middle-aged sort of guys, but they're all being given the treatment. Some of those called Indiana Jones or something rather related type movies. You find them. Um, Indiana Dead's an in- interesting one. Yeah, that <laughs> one's um, just. I think it came just after um, Eric and Chris's yeah. one, um, a few years yeah. later, but and they were done by a, by Michael M. Mac. You know. Well, I don't know the names. Um, <laughs> I think his um, last name is L I N N. A Lynn, Lynn, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, if I couldn't remember your no, last Lynn, name. That's Lynn, yeah. That, that, that rings a bell, Lynn, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they did a great job. Yeah. For Again, for what it's a kid-made thing, limited budget, yeah, basic and the, equipment. It wasn't bad. Yeah, and their best friend was named Jed, and so they decided to call it Indiana Jed. Not, nothing to do with Jedis <laughs> or anything like that. Just His name was Jed. Just a simple <laughs> change in the title, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And the nah, script, obviously. But, I mean, yeah, these guys put love into it. Yeah. I think they're free downloads, aren't they? Yeah, they're free. Yeah, yeah you, got, you got them online. Mm. Yeah, they're free downloads. Have a look. They are a lot of fun and it shows a lot of love for what George Lucas and Steven Spielberg put together, yeah. which, I mean, there's four... Look, I don't like Crystal Skull as an Indiana Jones movie, but I, it's still a good movie. So the four movies, excellent. Well, I always and I'm going to rate this really high. Yes, but <laughs> I, mean, I always think that the Last Crusades, as we often we discussed earlier about the closure yeah. of it, of a good closure. Um, this one, in the Last Crusades one, that had a good closure where they ride off into the sunset and we follow them. Yeah, and it's while a, the credits are going. Yes, yeah. I just think that's a great moment yeah. in filmmaking. And it gets back to the old TV or the film serials and whatever that. The hero would get the girl, the old cowboy movies. And actually, that's another thing, too. I mean, look at this. You look at the old serials that George Lucas was referring to. Uh, Harrison Ford played in Star Wars a futuristic sci-fi gunslinger from the Old West. Yes. That's what it's based on. <laughs> and this here was not much further re- removed from that, too. An action hero guy, the same sort of genre sort of thing. I mean, an action hero guy based in the, what uh, what did we say it was, 30s, 40s? Yeah, that's some period. And that's what the kids would have been watching in the in the serials mm. back in those days. And I think George and Stephen has captured it. Fantastic. Yes. I'm and blown away by the Indiana yeah, Jones Yeah, and I am blown away by you? the independent <laughs> of filmmakers who kind of follow in George or Steven Spielberg's footsteps by making their own version of, of yeah. that said movies. Yeah. If I was predisposed to do so, I'll do our own. But 
Yeah, well, yeah. I've probably got the money for it. I'll be dead probably. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of ideas if I may like to share them with you that I would like to make my own Indiana Jones one day too. Hopefully, it will join the other ranks of great fil- independent filmmakers that have done their own version of Indiana Jones. Yeah. We, might, we might have a go one day. We'll anyway, think irrespective, about it. Irrespective. I had a good These time. People want to go to bed. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a good time when I did my Attack of the Cap people. And as I mentioned to you guys in previous posts on Facebook, that one of my actors, who's played by Pierre O'Hanlon, yeah. he actually wore a similar outfit that resemb- makes me didn't, think didn't of Indiana Jones. It wasn't, wasn't the hat pretty much. Didn't they have Indiana Jones prop yes. inside it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. It was clearly very cute. cute. Yeah. And I'm really happy that Tracy, our prop and wardrobe lady, was able to provide it for us. Yeah. Anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. Uh, we have to wind up. It's, getting, it's over an hour now. Yes, think, so. it is. Yeah. So I rate this movie um, 10 out of 10. Me too. I don't normally do a 10 out of 10. Because I can't really pick this one apart. Right. I don't think they made any mistakes that I noticed, which are, you know, which were really bad or took yeah. away from anything. So it's ten out of ten. Let's give us give the film a good hand. It's the first ten out of ten. Woohoo! We, we're on yeah. a roll. Yeah, like I said previously, we're not always going to do actions and things like this, but we are basically a podcast covering fantasy, horror, and sci-fi. But we will bring other things in occasionally. So we bring an old silent movie in. Mm-hmm. It may be a horror movie. So I want to bring one in called The Cabinet of Dr. Car- the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. And that was a surrealistic horror movie made way back when. Mm-hmm. It's a German one. And it's I've got a, a digitally remastered copy. It is excellent. Mm-hmm. And it's not much different to watching a dubbed movie because you've got the flashcards up, you're watching what's going on. Card comes up, card comes up, and you can see the body accents. You know the, you can follow the story quite easily, yes. and it's, it's got a good twist, a bit like an Alfred Hitchcock twist in it. And I, we might do that one day, not just yet, but when, when, very when soon. I, when I can talk Sarah into doing it, <laughs> we we might um, have a go at one of those. But that that's a horror sci-fi, uh, that's a horror silent movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah. um, that's all we have at this pod in this podcast episode. So I'll see you guys next time with more um, movies, horrors, and TV shows and other stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and uh, this is Sarah Stevenson and... Mike. Michael Stevenson. Oh, by the way, um, I don't know when this is going to actually go on the podcast, but if it goes out next couple of days, next week, whatever, um, keep safe, guys. I know the virus is going around worldwide. Mm-hmm. Keep safe. Stay home if you can. Um, and yeah. listen to our podcast if that would help make you guys feel yeah, less hope, enjoy it. bored. Um, but like I said, keep, keep safe. I mean, it's going to be it's, it's going to get a bit probably get a bit worse in some areas. Mm. Please be safe. Keep yourself safe and your friends safe and your family safe. Mm-hmm. Do what your governments and doctors say, and we'll all get through this safely. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Exactly. So anyway, um, I'll see you guys soon. So you won't then. see them. I can't see them. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk. Be talking we'll to you soon. We'll talk to you soon, guys, and we'll look forward to seeing you. I mean, talking to you then. So, Sarah Stevenson signing off. Me too. Bye. Bye.